welcome to episode 52 of new indian woman podcast airing first in late october 2021 and i am your host krishna in today's episode we will focus on how to make best use of our smartphones these days we see a lot of articles about reducing our smartphone usage and you may wonder why i am looking at what more to do with smartphone yes there is a bit of a contradiction here plus you may be thinking you are using it effectively but wait you are the new indian woman and you need to keep up with the times and hence i think you should give this episode a listen and if by the end of this episode you feel there are more pointers that you would want to share with the listeners of this podcast do reach out to me okay let us start these days our mobile phone takes multiple avatars as a friend as a constant companion something we touch more often than we touch any human being including a baby something we look into probably more times than we look at someone physically especially in these pandemic times something we listen to something we watch a lot and so on but when it suits us and deep within us we all know it's also the villain in our stories of course we hear a lot of crimes these days where ultimately the phone is some way becoming a villain but i am referring to it being the villain in terms of sucking our time and energy so what's new am i not telling what all of us know already wait we have all heard of the story of aladdin's lamp right and how the genie would come out and be at the service of aladdin in so many ways the smartphone can be converted into that well almost it's a tool a very personal tool at that and it is up to each one of us on how we use it we don't want the genie to take control of us right by the way let me tell you we are not going to focus on the points in the context of device usage amongst children in this episode we had covered that in episode 40 with aruna shankar narayanan i will also share links in the show notes in this episode we will look at how we each one of us listening to this podcast can convert the smartphone to the genie of aladdin first of all you need not be a techie to use mobile for all these purposes most of us are very vocal when it comes to announcing we are not good at that we are not good at this and this applies to the statement i am not good with technology please stop saying that you may not be good with technology but aren't you using a fridge or a washing machine or driving a car or come on switching on tv there is technology in all of this the same thing applies to phone you need not know how it works you just need to know okay these are the things for which i should use a phone and this is where it is most relevant for me however you use it what is the worst that can happen you may make a mistake but nothing is going to explode and you will not spoil a phone because you don't know how to use it come on you are handling much more dangerous things in the house be it a pressure cooker or a gas stove just like you may ask your own kids 
or an Ebers kit to set the favorite channels on your cable remote for some specific things you may need extra help from others. Do not get put off by that. There is power in what you are using the phone for and it is important to understand that. Now let us look at what all we can do. I will start with what I use the phone for and hence this will be in the context of Android phone. If you are using Apple phone that is the iPhone you can do the equivalent. I am not going to get into OK, go to settings, click on this option, etc, etc. That will be different for different phones. I am going to tell you what all you can use the phone for. How to configure your phone for that particular usage. You can either Google for it, follow the instructions or take somebody's help and say, hey, I want to use it this way. Can you please install or configure for that? Okay, now let us go ahead with some categories of usage. Let us start with how you plan your day, especially if you have stuff to be done on a particular date and time. Planning the day is one of my favorite topics and for this you need a calendar app. All smartphones will have a calendar app. And you need to use a calendar app for your work calendar and home calendar. What do you use it for? For both appointments, which are date specific, and also reminders for a specific day. So the basic calendar app in your phone, it may be linked to the Google Calendar or the calendar of whichever email account you use and access frequently. It may be your Outlook calendar that you use at office. No problem, you can have the calendar, whatever you are comfortable with, on your smartphone. The key thing is, this calendar should be visible to you on your home screen in your mobile, so that you see it frequently, automatically. That will help you in so many ways. You will not miss important appointments. So if there is, for example, a fee payment due by a certain day. You can put a reminder for that. If you have to meet the doctor on a particular day, yeah, put a slot for that. For classes for which you need to take your children or if it is online, set it up or etc. You can put recurring slots in the calendar. So that way you will never forget your slots and it will be there on your home screen. The next category of usage is about using the mobile phone as a capture tool. So what is a capture tool? All of us when we are doing some activity say cooking or driving or spending time with our children or teaching them or when we are busy at work at that time these random things will pop up in our head oh I have to do that I have to call this person oh I have to get that appointment I have to do this I have to take this form I have to send this I have to transfer this money whatever it is and then later on oh we remember oh I thought I, I had to do something but I forgot what it is instead you should have a capture tool what is a capture tool it can be a simple notebook and pen which you carry all the time but considering we have a device which we carry all the time in terms of the smartphone, it is better to use one of the apps in the mobile phone to capture these kind of notes to yourself. 
I use something called Microsoft OneNote. You could use Google Keep or if you're excited about telling these instructions to phone using voice and not typing it, you could use Google Assistant. There's an equivalent for iPhone. So if it is Google Assistant, you will say, okay, Google, and then add this to my shopping list and it will add it or remind me about paying my electricity bill and so on. The idea is you capture all of this in one place in the phone and later when you have time, you sort them and decide what to do with them. You decide your next actions, whether you want to do it immediately, you want to do it later, whether you want to have different lists for different categories of things, which is what I do. And for more details about this, please refer the book, Getting Things Done by David Allen. It is wonderful and it would make you so much more at peace because you don't have to constantly think about things and these random thoughts will not pop up every now and then. The third category is to organize yourself or self-improvement as we call it. So the first of these apps is to have some kind of mechanism to track your habits. So if you search for habit tracker apps, you will find this. I use my planner, the physical book to track my habits. But another method is to use an app for habit tracking. So if you want to do yoga every day, then whether you have done it or not, you can take it, the app will send you reminders, etc. That is habit tracking. Then there is Google Fit kind of app. So these apps facilitate in your health journey, so to speak. So let us take the example. You decide that, okay, I will go for daily walks. What happens? You feel, oh, today I walked well, I walked fast. It's all your mind telling you. But when you use an app like this, like Google Fit, I'm not advertising these apps. I'm giving an example of this app. It will tell you, you have walked so many kilometers within so much time. Then you know on a particular day whether you have walked slower than that or faster than that, whether you want to improve it, etc. Because as per medical research, you are supposed to walk at a certain pace for a certain minimum time every day if you are walking for health purposes. If you are going out for a stroll with your friends, that is different. I am talking about walking or exercising. So an app like this will help you measure And measurement always helps you to get enough data to decide whether to improve further or not. And to organize yourself better, another idea is to use alarms. Alarms, not just in the morning to wake you up from sleep, but even for other things so that you do not forget your medicine or so that you get up and go away from the TV to read a book. So you can decide what all purposes you need to use alarms And you can set the alarms, not just daily alarms. Every Sunday morning, 8 o'clock, I need an alarm. Or every night at uh, 10 o'clock, I should have an alarm, which reminds me to, you know, get ready for bed or whatever it is. It is up to you how you want to set it. Another app which helps me organize better is an interval timer. So this kind of an app allows me to do these stretching exercises. See, when we see these exercises, somebody tells, okay, if you sit in front of the computer for a long time, do these exercises 10 times. Okay, do it 10 times with five seconds break. So I really do not want to sit and count and all that. I just set an interval timer where I say one minute counter 
10 times with 5 second break or something. So I can switch it on and do those exercises. Let us move on to the next category and I call it reading or listening category because as compared to playing games or watching videos, reading or listening is not addictive. And when it comes to audio, the additional advantage is that you can listen to it while doing some other work. Now, let us look at a reading app. Kindle app. Many of you may have heard of the device Kindle. Here I am referring to the Kindle app that you can install on your phone. It is free and you can have some e-books. Either you buy them or download the free books and it helps you to read books using the mobile phone itself. As per research, as per a lot of people, the amount of reading they do improved drastically once they started reading e-books on their phone. There are many apps. Kindle app is just one of them. Now, when it comes to audio, you are a podcast listener. So, you may already know about a podcast app. If you do not know and if you are just listening because somebody has sent a link for this podcast, please install an app. There are lots of podcast app. Any podcast you can listen in any podcast app. And uh, subscribe to your favorite channels, including New Indian Woman, which means every time there is a new episode, you automatically will get notified. So your areas of interest, it, it may be podcasts on travel, it may be on current affairs, it may be on history, it may be on development in India, whatever the topic is. You can search for podcasts in those areas, subscribe to them. Then you could also install audiobook apps. So like Storytel, Audible, etc. Where somebody reads out the story. You are just listening. You are not reading. You are listening to stories. And uh, another advantage of these is, if you consider in the Indian context, you may have learned some regional language or you may be like me, you may be settled in an area where you do not know the local language to read or write, but you understand the language. So this whole world of regional language will get open for you because somebody will be reading out books in that language. And of course, you can also subscribe to news apps. The next category is video and streaming. Video, all of us know YouTube. You can subscribe to a few select areas of interest so that you get notifications. This could be for interviews, readings of books in regional languages, hobby classes, cooking videos, whatnot. Then the very popular Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hotstar, etc. through which you can use the mobile phone to watch shows may not be such a pleasurable experience in terms of the small size, especially if you are of the older age group. But yes, that is an option. Next category, this you would really like. This is on photos. We kind of underutilize this feature of the phone. I know many of us may be crazy about taking selfies or the food when we are about to eat something or we have cooked something or when we go to a restaurant, etc. But I encourage you to take photos of people around you, of yourself with people around, more to serve as memories. And there is an episode 
episode 41 on tips to relive memories. I'll link that also in the show notes. Photos is a very powerful way. Going through old photos is and reliving those memories is a very good and pleasurable experience. And I think it would really make a difference. I'm not sure if you see your own photos, hundreds of them over a period of time. I do not know what you will be able to relive. At least I am unable to appreciate it. But if you have photos of meeting friends, being together, if you see those photos, you will be revisiting those experiences. The next category is travel. If you are somebody who needs to travel a lot, then you may have ticket booking applications or taxi or cab booking applications or bike rentals these days. In many cities, there are bikes that you can rent out for a few, what do you say, for a small amount. So it may be useful. Next category is shopping. Now, this is a very controversial topic. Should you have shopping apps on your phone? I don't prefer them. What I do is if there is a shopping site, I log in through Google into that particular site, look at the options, add it to my cart and come out. I don't do shopping with my mobile. And later on, when I use my laptop, at that is the time I look at that cart once again and take the decision to buy. So that is your choice. But overall advice is not to have many shopping apps on your phone. There may be Especially because of the pandemic, there may be these grocery shopping kind of apps which have become essential now. You may have your own favorites. But again, the more often you buy, your time is getting sucked into this. While you may just buy two things, three things every now and then, the amount of time required to do selection from the online app, doing the payment, all that, it just adds up. So you may want to be aware of it. And you may want to decide, okay, instead of doing this all the time, most of my purchases I will do once a month, going to the shop, having a list, and then only exceptional things I will use the online app. That is just a suggestion. Now, the most popular one in shopping is the food delivery sites. If you're someone who wants to control this ordering food online business or habit you have got into, you may want to consider installing it when you need it rather than having this option just one click away. Let's now move on to a more important category, which is a financial category. Like nowadays, all of us use Paytm, Phone Pay, Google Pay, something linked to your account. But the important thing to note is, link it with an account, with your bank account, where there is minimal balance. You do not want to operate your primary account with all of these applications. And mobile banking app. Obviously, it is very convenient. Whichever bank you are banking with, all banks have their mobile apps. But if you are new to using smartphone, if you are not very sure how to make sure, you know, nobody hacks it, how you uh, handle your passwords, etc., please refrain from doing so. If at all you need to do it, use an account dedicated for this in which you keep some, okay, I can take risk with so much amount kind of a thing. So it depends on your level of knowledge in doing financial transactions after taking adequate precautions. 
the same is applicable for trading accounts there are so many apps for you to uh, buy invest in mutual funds and to trade stocks in the stock exchange be cautious if you are sure about what kind of precautions you have to take and if you are taking the precautions go ahead otherwise you may be better off doing such transactions not using the mobile phone now written communication is one area where you may wonder why am i saying written communication of course we use a phone for emails and for chats chat based apps whether it is whatsapp telegram kind of apps i am not talking about monitoring the usage etc but that is definitely an area of usage we looked at the various categories of usage now i would like us to move on to another area which is monitoring phone usage or let me put it this way the do's and don'ts of smartphone usage we discussed so many categories of uses and so many apps that you could use right it is very important for you to know some of these apps like for example gaming apps or videos or netflix kind of apps can suck you in so you may want to consider measuring how many times you use the phone how long you use the phone you can have an app which tells you all of this provided you will look at it and take action accordingly you can configure in the such apps okay i want to use youtube or maybe a sudoku game or something not more than 10 minutes in a day you can configure you can have apps which will help you control your usage around these apps if you feel you are spending a lot of time how do you know that you may tell oh no i am not using my phone a lot best thing is to ask the people around you if they are observing that you are spending a lot of time on the phone it's high time you install one of these apps which will help you monitor your usage another important feature which people many times do not use is you can have this setting in the phone where you say i want only priority calls at certain points of time so for example after 9 o'clock i do not want random calls okay then there is an option to define this you could define these are the people who are part of my favorites only if it's a call from them i want otherwise at certain times of the day you can control this so that you are not bombarded with calls all the time another important area is your decision around what should be in your home screen and what should not be this actually influences whether you are using the phone as a genie in the aladdin story or whether the phone is going to control you be intentional about this choice okay like for example if you feel you get into whatsapp all the time any time you sit down somewhere you are going to open your whatsapp you may want to consider not keeping whatsapp in your home page instead you could create a group called when i am free or some such thing and put all such apps in that group similarly you can create a group called spend money and put all the shopping sites in that so the natural tendency will not be to open something which calls it spend money the next point is about buying good headphones or earphones you may not like them at first but you will get used to it 
this along with a small pouch or a handbag on which you can unless you are wearing uh, dresses or uh, trousers with pockets in them you may want to buy a small pouch in which you can hang it around the neck and put your mobile in it and connect it to your phones this will make your hands free allowing you lots of options while talking or listening to the audio let us come to some don'ts okay the first of them is the number of apps you use there are lots of apps right from tracking your periods to how many glasses of water you drank to what you ate every day every single thing you need to decide should i have an app for this if you want to track your periods you can just open a google sheet or something an app which can track so many other things instead of installing apps for every single purpose this particular don't you may really like see all of us when we started using whatsapp we got excited when we got added to those groups okay all those years ago but now what is happening to those groups good morning good night some flower messages uh, forwards that keep coming these are major time suckers what you could do is you could mute yourself in some of these groups so that the messages will keep coming but you don't get disturbed especially relevant for those family groups school groups college groups etc what you could do is you could choose to spend some 10 minutes end of the day to quickly browse through this and here in whatsapp you could actually decide not to download videos audios there is an option which says do not download audio files video files pictures etc so that your phone is unnecessarily not you know storage space is not getting used up disable that feature and when end of the day you see oh these are the discussions which have happened somebody lot of people are talking about a particular photo at that time you download it that could be one way of you doing it in whatsapp you can do the notifications for group versus individual in my case i have disabled all group notifications personal messages if anybody sends i will get a notification and that helps me a lot overall the notifications feature in your phone you should be aware of you can disable notifications from specific apps alone an important tip is not to have any social media app on your phone this is a globally recommended best practice actually if you want to go to facebook if you want to go to unless you are conducting a business using social media there is no need for you to have social media on your mobile phone am i saying you should not be on social media i am not saying that the point is whether you want to use your smartphone to access social media you could do that on another device be it the computer laptop whatever for youtube and podcasts do not say auto download all that will take up a lot of space you should also be aware that to save battery what all you need to do whether to switch off data and you understand some apps like podcast apps do not require internet all the time it will download only the most recent one or two episodes by default and that is what you can listen to so lots of do's and don'ts now some tips for some specific scenarios what do you do when someone has messaged you and you say you will get back or somebody calls you you say i'm very busy i'll call you back later if somebody has reached out to you over whatsapp 
start that message. Similarly, for your important identification documents, be it Aadhaar, PAN, driving license, etc., you can put them in Google Drive, star it, or in Photos, star it. You can have a group, WhatsApp group for all members of the family so that each one can take the Aadhaar number when they are booking tickets and things like that. Please understand the use of aeroplane mode and using the favorite feature, marking some people as favorite so that even if you are in aeroplane mode or priority calls alone mode. When somebody sends you a photo on WhatsApp or some or the other app, most often we see it and later on when we look for it, it's missing. What you could do is you could share it with Google Photos to yourself within Google Photos. And the best use for gaming, which I try, is I have not installed any gaming app on mine. Instead, I use my husband's mobile phone for the 5 or 10 minutes. It's not a great idea, but still it works for me. I would like to spend some 10-15 minutes every day doing some Sudoku. But if I do it on my phone, I know I will have this tendency to keep on doing it every now and then. Instead, I will use it on his phone. Most people even now face situations where they have stored all the numbers in their phone. And sometimes when the phone is lost, they say, oh, I have lost all my numbers. Please link it to your Google contacts so that even if you lose or replace your phone, you are not losing your contacts. Now, we are coming towards the end. Just like anything else, phone also requires periodic care. What does that mean? You need to look at available storage every now and then and clear. Similarly, you have to look for unwanted apps which are there. Remove them and it is very important you switch off your phone fully and start it every now and then. This periodic care will help you not to face challenges in using your phone. Like running out of space or it becoming slow when you need to use it the most. All of what we have covered till now will help you become more intentional with your phone usage and help you use the phone as a tool. It's up to you how you want to make best use of it. We discussed a lot of points in this episode and I hope you identified at least a couple of areas where you could use the phone for your benefit. And if you are a millennial, you may have another 10 or more tips here to share with everybody. I would be happy to know what you learned and what you would like to share with fellow listeners. Reach out to me over email at krishna at thenewindianwoman.com or head over to the New Indian Woman Facebook page. And before I forget, did we cover the primary purpose of using the phone? Let us not forget, the phone started out as a voice communication device. Regardless of what you do, nothing is going to bring more joy than listening to the voice of your loved ones and also giving them the happiness of hearing you talk to them. No, I am not referring to texting here. The plain, old-fashioned phone calls. Nothing can beat it. Do not wait to text someone instead of calling. Don't text to check, okay, can I call you at 7pm tonight? Just call them based on your idea of when they are likely to have some free time. 
If they are busy, they won't pick the call. That's okay. I am sharing this in the context of personal contacts. You pick up the phone and make calls. I am not again referring to calls that extend for hours together, but a few minutes with a genuine concern and care for another person. Whatever you use the phone for, nothing can match this particular way of using the phone to make calls. So wish you a great time with your smartphone. Until next time, thank you and take care.